the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. White House opposes a key provision in the military spending bill that eliminates the Pentagon's COVID vaccine mandate. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said President Biden views rescinding the military's vaccine mandate as a mistake but she won't say if he would veto the defense spending bill. Every year, the NDAA has some provisions we support and some we don't. Uh, so the president will judge this in its entirety. The bill also provides for about $45 billion more for defense programs than the president requested. Greg Clugston, the White House. NASA's Orion capsule back home parachuting today into the Pacific, concluding that test flight. NASA says now... Four astronauts are scheduled to make the next trip that is currently targeted for 2024. This is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. The Supreme Court hears arguments in what could be the most significant First Amendment case in a generation. What is the speech? that is required of your client that would violate the First Amendment. Join us for our program. Sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11, here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Stay tuned. More Northern Alliance Radio Network coming up. It's AM 1280, The Patriot. But right now, your weather forecast, high of 34 sunny skies today into your Sunday night, mostly cloudy with a low of 27. With the Patriot Half-Off Deals program, you can save 50% or more on great products and services in the Twin Cities. Visit am1280thepatriot.com. That's am1280thepatriot.com. Click on the Half-Off Deals icon or call 651-405-8800. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer. Brad Carlson. It is a lie. Brad Carlson has left the building. Well, I mean, a week ago. As he went off on assignment, I mean, like we all do at the end of the weekend. 
But there is help for me. I'm in for Brad Carlson today. Uh, AM 12A, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, in for the closer edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, by the way, Brad and I will be both be back next week, uh, along with Jack Tomczak from 3 to 5 Saturdays at King Banyan, 9 to 11 Saturday mornings on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Together, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, making <laughs> dominating Twin Cities media of all kinds, print, broadcast, podcast, Schmodcast, Hodcast, what all of the casts. We dominate them all. And print. Uh, and TV, which is a form of broadcast, I guess. Cablecast. All the casts. We dominate it. We make it look easy. Because honestly, when you love what you do, you never work a weekend in your life. I believe that's the same. 651-289-4488. You care to join us, you can join us that way. Or if you're more Mike shy than that, you can join us on... Uh, the hashtag Narn Show, that's N-A-R-N Show on Twitter, Gab, MeWe, Parlor, and Getter, uh, all of the social media platforms. We may wind up dropping one or two of those in the future here because uh, some of them are just, shall we say, not taking off. I will also point out that we're not on Mastodon. Oh, boy, that would, would that be a troll or what? The Narn on Mastodon. I may make that my project uh, later tonight. We'll see how that works. Uh, whatever the, the, the left's uh, response to show, social media is, I, I may have to try and uh, make a foray into that. That might be hilarious. Uh, <laughs> speaking of hilarious trolls, uh, and the 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 uh, the changes at Twitter. I'm going to talk more about the Twitter files next week. I think because there's so much of it, I might have a hard time fitting it into one uh, into into a couple segments here. It might take a whole hour or maybe more. Uh, some great reporting by Matt Taibbi, which if you'd have told me 12 years ago that I would ever say, "Hey, some great reporting by Matt Taibbi," I'd have said, "Uh, what, what, what?" But no, he's actually. Turned into one of the good ones in the Twin Cities, uh, in the national media, I should say, which is why so much of the national media hates him so desperately, along with Barry Weiss, former uh, New York Times reporter who is now uh, participating in basically taking Elon Musk's immense data dump and putting it out to the world. And oh, it is damning. It is damning, and you can tell how damning it is because the left media is doing what it does, saying that there is no there there. Oh, there is a there there. I never thought I would say that in my radio career, and yet I have, yes, a triple positive. There is a there there. It is a word that works for so many parts of speech and yet probably should not be used in that way. Anyway, uh, speaking of epic trolls, Elon Musk this past week uh, tweeted, tweeted, quote, Anyway, he wrote on Twitter, quote, my pronouns are prosecute slash Fauci, which is a great little troll. And he was responded by a fellow named David Weissman, who's a, a, a media drone uh, who, who brought his keen command of Western rhetoric and, and the Western intellectual tradition and the Socratic debate tradition to bear in his response to Elon Musk uh, by by saying, and I quote to it, <clears throat> My God, you were an idiot. Cicero weeps. I have to say that the rhetoric brings a tear to my eye. No, it doesn't. I mean, it's stupid. I mean, this is a blue check, a classic blue check, one of the old school blue checks, a New York media figure uh, responding to Elon Musk trolling the hard left with, my God, you're an idiot. And 
went on to to ask then, uh, and he asked a question right after that, uh, a few hours ago here on Twitter. In case you find my account being suspended, this could be it. it I, I think it's his way of saying, please, Elon, suspend me, suspend me, suspend me. Uh, but at the very least, I mean, I, if you want to be cynical, and let's be honest, when it comes to big lefty media, cynicism is reality. I, that, that could be what he wants. But at the very least, I've gotten a kick out of not just Mr. Weissman, but all of the lefty social media influencers who have spent the last week going, I, going, I bet I'm going to get censored here. I bet the fact that I disagree with Elon Musk and the Republicans and, and the American center right means I'm going to get deplatformed and canceled. And I've got kind of a, a, a perverse kick out of all these progressives thinking that disagreement leads to censorship. Uh, disagreement with the powers that be leads to censorship on social media. And why would they think that? Because it is the system they built. It is their bespoke system for controlling the narrative. Of course they think disagreement with power leads to censorship. This is the world they are trying to build. This is Berg's seventh law in action. Whenever someone on the left impugns the integrity uh, regarding democracy or freedom or liberty or anything of the like of, of a conservative, they are at best deflecting and at worst projecting onto the rest of us. Mr. Weissman, it's your side that did their darndest to create a sterile echo chamber of pure leftist progressive thought on Twitter and Facebook. And by the way, as the Twitter files are showing us, largely succeeded. I mean, the Babylon Bee, a satire site, was banned for misinformation. Which itself sounds satirical. G.K. Chesterton said it best: when life, when reality is absurd, satire becomes impossible. That's what we had. To, so I'm gonna. So I'm gonna talk about Twitter next week. I think because I think there's more Twitter files coming up. I, I've heard that there could be. I mean, we're on a thir the third or fourth big dump of Twitter documents right now, and I think there may be more coming yet. So another week of perspective would be good. Frankly, another week to digest all the things that we found so far after the first week and a half after Matt Taibbi and Barry Weiss uh, took their hands at the story. And, and by the way, the stuff they have put out there is absolutely damning. I mean, they have the actual smoking gun, as it were, the smoking online virtual ones and zeros gun showing that they actively shaved off engagement points for Charlie Kirk, who is heard on AM 1570 and AM 1280 at various times of the day on both stations. Charlie Kirk, one of the, the emerging leaders of young conservatism with Turning Point USA, who does a show on the 1570 and here on the 1280, they actively sandbagged his engagement numbers. Among many other, not just conservatives, but even apolitical people who disagreed from the, with the desired narrative that the FBI, the CDC, 
the Biden campaign, the Democratic Party, the Department of Justice called in and say, hey, can we work out a deal here? That's that's we'll talk about that because this is an epic, an epic story that potentially that ties into another story we'll get to in just a moment. By the way, uh, other big story this past week, amply covered by the likes of Hugh Hewitt, Dennis Prager, uh, Mike Gallagher, Kristen Sinema declared herself uh, an independent, said she'll still caucus with the Democrats, but she has left the Democratic Party in Arizona, likely, we are told, as a result of the fact that she's she she's she has uh, stymied enough progressive initiatives in the last two years, uh, four years, I guess, to uh, to warrant being primary. She faces a stiff primary challenge among Democrats. Well, if you're not a Democrat, you can't get primaried. Uh, that's the good news. The bad news is she has to take it to the general election audience and build a coalition of independents, Democrats and Republicans sufficient to get her 50 percent of the vote plus one in Arizona next time she runs for election, which I believe is 2024. That's essentially her her main shot at political survival. At any rate, that's something we'll talk about over the next couple of years, potentially, because she, along with Joe Manchin, remains, <laughs> in part because of this move, a kingmaker in the Senate, uh, keeping, by the way, the Republicans on the board in the uh, potentially in the Senate. Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema have been two of the most powerful people in America for the last two years, and they will remain that for the for the next two at the very least. So, <laughs> by the way, a, a a leftist wrote on Twitter, hey, this is what she's done. Can we get our money back? I'm thinking... Now, there is an innovation I would love to see. Politicians with money-back guarantees. If I donate to you, candidate X, on the basis of my support for, I don't know, some some policy initiative, let's just say constitutional carry, and you don't, within the, 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 the limitations of the process and, and your, uh, do the best of your ability to pass... My priority, can I get my contribution back? I mean, as long as you actually go out there and and put an amendment into an omnibus bill, even if you're in the minority and it gets shot down, the fact that you tried, the fact that you waved the flag for which I paid, on behalf of which I uh, contributed to your campaign, as long as you give it the old school try, as as long as you show up with the issue that I care about, you keep the money. I mean, that's what I paid you for. And if you don't, well, send it back. I'll give it to a candidate who will. Wouldn't that be cool? Well, it, it would probably be uh, completely unenforceable and unmanageable, uh, and and no politician will go for it. But on the other hand, it's only Democrats in Arizona who are asking for it, not not real people. By the way, it's anything's possible in Arizona. Arizona is one of the most bizarrely divided states in the union, literally. One-third of the electorate is uh, leads Republican, one-third Democrat, one-third, according to recent polling, uh, rigorously independent. And so everything is a battle for the undecided votes in Arizona, and it's not gone well for Republicans, at least uh, the Republican Party in Arizona for the last couple of years. Something we need to work on here. So when we come back, I'm going to be talking about, I think, uh, and by the way, an article from David Strom on hotair.com, what I think may be the biggest, gnarliest, nastiest issue in America today. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. And you know what they said, some of it was true. 
Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. After nearly three decades on the sidelines as an Emmy Award-winning reporter, Michelle Tavoy is now coaching us through today's insanity. Check out Sideline Sanity with Michelle Tavoya for her unique and sane perspective. You'll hear from players, coaches, subject matter experts, and key players in the political sphere. Stream Sideline Sanity with our MVP, Michelle Tafoya, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SalemPodcastNetwork.com. When you can't stop, <coughs> there's Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub sends powerful medicated Vicks vapors right to the source of your... <coughs> so you can experience cough relief and breathe easier. Generations of families have trusted Vicks VapoRub to help relieve the worst cold symptoms. So next time you have a cough, reach for the Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub. Cough relieving is believing. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. In just 10 minutes, I can zip through 10 stories that matter, 10 stories that help me start my day and help shape where I go with The Mike Gallagher Show. You and I know the mainstream media is filling the airwaves with a left-wing take on the news of the day. This is 60 Minutes, and we can't put on things we can't verify. We won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. It's critical to find a news source that tells the truth. Well, that's Daybreak Insider. Daybreak Insider is that source. I get it in my mailbox every day. It helps shape the stories I bring to you. It's a look at today's most compelling stories, how they are covered by the media, and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. Go to daybreakinsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's daybreakinsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's daybreakinsider.com. Are you wearing the right footwear? Chet's Shoes has been fitting people with the right sizes and styles for more than 70 years. They measure your feet and learn about your job to help find out what's right for you. Chet's knows one size doesn't fit all. That's why they feature a variety of quality brands and styles and ways to shop. Visit Chet's in-store in Spring Lake Park at Chet'sShoes.com or ask about their mobile shoe service where they bring the shoe store to you. Don't forget, if the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, the Christmas Mortgage Miracle's back. We're looking to pay your mortgage or rent for all of 2023. You can register to win once a day between now and December 21st at am12athepatriot.com. So be sure to check in daily at the Freedom Fan Club fan page for your chance to score bonus entries. The Mortgage Miracle. AM 12A The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio. Mitch Berg in for Brad Carlson, who will be back, rest assured, next week. 
And uh, by the way, this is, uh, yeah, the mortgage miracle. I think it's our third or fourth year doing that. It's a uh, fifth year of doing that. Holy cow, time sneaks up on you, doesn't it? Fifth annual mortgage miracle in effect for the next 10 days. Enter while you can. And by, by the way, I mean, the, the, that's that's an amount of money saved in your life that can bring its own miracles to your own life in its own way. So hope you get involved in that. I'm not eligible or I'd be <laughs> registering on the daily myself. Anyway. So the subject I actually want to talk to this hour, and inevitably I'm getting to it 15 minutes late, is really a, a subject of a great article by David Strom, our old friend uh, from the old David Strom, the Taxpayers League Live radio show from back in, I don't know, 2004 through 2009, I think. He was part of the uh, the, the eight-hour sweep of great conservative talk radio we did here back in the mid, uh, mid-2000s, mid to late 2000s. Uh, him and his wife, Margaret Martine, did some great radio back then. And uh, he's gone on, done other things, been a consultant. Now he's working for with Ed Morrissey uh, at our, with uh, HotAir.com and absolutely shredding it over there. I mean, he's, he's done us all proud here. And he wrote a great article that ties in with something that I think we need to be more concerned about than just about anything, any other dynamic in current American life. And I'm going to tie this to a couple of historical historical facts about the way humans and politics interact. Not just humans and politics, but humans and government, humans and dealing with each other. I remember talking about this during the early days of the Iraq War uh, on the show. Ed Morrissey and I were in here talking about Iraq, and, and Ed was talking about the, uh, the, 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 the metaphor of the man on the big horse. Uh, and this is an important thing. In uh, this is one of the, uh, I should say, important points of view about dealing with the Arab world in particular. But really, most of the world uh, observes the same idea. When you strip away the niceties of a constitutional process of enumerated powers and a system where the the back and forth of trying not to <laughs> have yourself your power your influence, your voice, your life ground out of existence by those who are more powerful than you uh, is it's which is, by the way, pretty close to the surface in places like sub-Saharan Africa, Saharan Africa, the Middle East, vast swaths of Asia. That is it's, it's something that people have done throughout history. And that is when they see a couple of different potential rulers who are vying to be the person who rules your bit of land, meaning protects you from the other rulers who might come along and loot and rape and pillage your piece of land, which, by the way, was the the lot for the majority of humanity for most of human history since the dawn of, quote, civilization, end quote, since the dawn of government as we know it, what, what it meant kings and, and divine right monarchs and chieftains and the like. You went with, so the, the metaphor goes, the man with the bigger horse. You get behind the guy with the bigger horse because as bad as he might be, the king with the bigger horse is just a king. Kings act with uh, with, with capriciousness. They act uh, with absolute power, with all of the evils that that can entail. And nonetheless... The man with the big horse will protect you from those who come along to do just as much evil, only over and over and over again, on the lesser horses. 
you find the person with the biggest horse and get behind them. Because whatever injustices you suffer from the man with the bigger horse, you're at least down to one and only one despot running your life, as opposed to different despots conquering your village, stealing your crops, raping your women folk, killing you, and going off and, and doing the same thing. And then another man with a lesser horse comes along and does it again and kills your kids and over and over again. Which, by the way, is current history still in much of the world. You look at the way life is in Sudan, in Chad, in Mali, in uh, the way life was 50 years ago in Angola and, and uh, all over sub-Saharan Africa, the way it is today in Libya and Syria, where if you're a peasant, a person without great influence in the world, you find the, the, the least bad of the bad options and get behind them. Because at least they will keep down the number of bad options that come strolling through your village, stealing your stored food, kidnapping your women. That's reality. So people look for the person with the big horse. And I, I tie this to an episode that I've talked about in the past on the show. I'll do it again. In 1933, in Germany, the Nazi party had won the plurality of the parliamentary vote. It was the largest single party in the German parliament, the Reichstag, but it didn't have anywhere near a majority. And the political situation in Germany was getting really fractious. I mean, like what we have in America today, only much more so, and people with guns and beating people up in the streets, even more than Antifa does today. In fact, the great-grandparents of Antifa were doing part of it on the communist side. And the president of Germany exercised his own powers under the really weak constitution that Germany had, the Weimar Constitution, and said, okay, we have a state of emergency. We have to get through this state of emergency to to keep the German Republic going. So I'm going to appoint an emergency cabinet with emergency powers. And at the head of that cabinet, I'm going to appoint the head of the largest par- single party, not the coalition that rules Germany necessarily, but the largest single party in Germany, since nobody could agree on a coalition to actually do the ruling under democratic rules. They They, they had to form a cabinet that had Temporary emergency power. Of course, that cabinet was headed by literally Hitler, the real thing, not not Donald Trump, actual Adolf Hitler. And one of the biggest supporters of that move on the part of, of President Paul von Hindenburg was the Communist Party of Germany. But wait, the communists hate the Nazis. Well, yeah, kind of. In exactly the same way the Lucchesis hate the Gambinos or the, the Bloods hate the Crips. They were rival gangs. No more, really. But the communists figured that a couple more years of the borderline civil war that Germany was going through, with everyone being pushed to the extremes and not being able to trust anyone. And by the way, there was no trust in the, in the, in the government outside of the army which had almost supernatural trust in Germany, and by the way, was not aligned with the Nazis at this point. In fact, they were aligned with the, the, the largely the monarchy. They wanted to bring back the Kaiser, but they also didn't have a seat at the political table yet. And so the communists backed the idea of putting Adolf Hitler in control, not because they supported him. Oh, no, no, no. They had been fighting a blood sport in the street 
uh, streets of Germany for 15 years, since 1918. But they figured if they had an extremist government on the other side in control, it would drive people from the middle, the few who still were in the middle, to one side or the other. And the communists figured that they would become the bigger horse and that Germans would flock to the person with who was on the biggest horse, as they had in the Soviet Union, as they had in a few other countries in Eastern Europe at that time, by force or by voluntarily. They begged wrong, by the way. Uh, the Hitler cabinet got the army on, the, on their side, gave them some political power. Suddenly Hitler was the bigger horse, or in this case, I guess the biggest panzer, and he uh, went on to liquidate the Communist Party, drive them underground, drive their version of the brown shirts underground, whence they became anti-fat. Today, uh, connect the dots, Nick Coleman used to say, I have done just that. So, two, two phenomena throughout history. People seek the big horse. And extremists seek to and profit from driving people to seek the big horse with the understanding that they fully intend to be that big horse. Now, that brings us to David Strum. No, he's not the big horse. He's he's not a tall fella. And the article he wrote isn't directly about this issue, but he wrote a piece that came out uh, yeah, uh, two days ago, actually Friday, at hotair.com. I'll link to it at shotinthedark.info in a bit here. It's called Weaponized Trust. And it opens with the line, the key to success in America in the 20th century was pretty simple. We were a high-trust society. Uh, Robert Putnam wrote in a great book about this called Bowling Alone. The thesis of the book, which sadly has proven to be true, is that America's success economically and socially has largely been driven by a high level of trust that facilitated both economic growth and social comedy, as in social friendliness, not stand-up comedy. An obvious example, of course, is the legitimacy of elections is largely based on the trust everyone has in the fairness of the outcome. You lose that trust, not just in the institutions of our society, but in your fellow Americans. What is the only option left wired into all of our human lizard brains? Vestigiously, vestigially really baked into our brains from an evolutionary level find the big horse uh, back with more in a moment 651-289-4488 go nowhere we'll be right back Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. 
Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-719-5491. 800-719-5491. That's 800-719-5491. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Hey, you can get yourself onto a 10-day adventure that you will remember for the rest of your life. The Stand With Israel Tour is coming up a little earlier this year, October 25th through November 3rd. Uh, you'll be joined by Mike Gallagher Dennis Prager broadcasting live on the trip. Register today. See the full itinerary at am12athepatriot.com. Hanging out in Israel with Dennis Prager. It's a little bit like, I don't know, hanging out at CBGB with Johnny Ramone. It'd be awesome. I might have to take a run at that trip myself one of these days. Well, they're just between you and me. Norway is uh, in my immediate future here. i got to get back to the old country. i got so many relatives to see. So much history to check in on there. Uh, it's I, I may I may try and broadcast live from Norway. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> That'd be. I'll have to look into that. I have to talk with the powers that be about that and make sure I can find Wi-Fi in Norway. I'm told they have Wi-Fi in Norway. Of course they do. We'll find. I'm looking for this anyway. Talking about David Strom's piece entitled "Weaponized Trust," and we we you pointed out David pointed out in his lead. The key to the success of America in the 20th, uh, 20th century is pretty simple. We were a high-trust society. Uh, and he points out that, yeah, like Robert Putnam's Bowling Alone, uh, much of what makes America what it is today, not just over the last 100 years, but really since the, the Reconstruction, is that from, I don't know, from the early 1900s, late 1890s really, through know, probably the 1990s, maybe the 2000s, most Americans trusted each other to basically 
as, to be good Americans, to all be pulling in the same direction, to all have the, the best interests of the American experiment at heart. I mean, people could be Republicans or Democrats, conservatives or liberals, and still have the best interests of American self-government at heart. I mean, Ronald Reagan never called Tip O'Neill a Nazi, right? Or a communist, I should say. Tip O'Neill never called Ronald Reagan a Nazi. And, and by the way, this is... And, and, and we've had episodes of this before, as I mentioned on the show last week, and maybe briefly yesterday as well. It's not new for that level of invective to leak into American politics. I mean, Harry S. Truman referred to John Dewey as a Nazi. It said he was essentially the same thing, which is a really low blow at a time when 16 million Americans had spent the best years of their lives three years earlier fighting against uh, totalitarian governments around the world, 400,000 of them not coming home. And so it's not like this level of invective is a brand new thing in American politics. But for the most part... For the most part, Americans trusted each other with self-government enough to make it feasible, enough to make it tenable, enough to make it something that we, the collective we, could actually do. Govern ourselves, as as the uh, Declaration of Independence put it, as a free association of equals. Not as a dynastic monarch with the dynamic right handed down from God to rule in your interest, best or not. Not as uh, a government that has the administrative power to run your life. I mean, the American ideal is we are a free association of equals. A government that governs by the consent of the governed, meaning each other. Our elections are how we hire some help to take care of the, the daily work of making the sausage, of making sure this self-government works, that the public order is maintained, that the process is followed, that the powers are split, uh, enumerate, that the enumerated powers are split and maintained and enforced, and that the power of each individual branch of this government that we hire to work for us uh, is checked successfully so that no individual part of it gets to be too powerful, and that the government itself knows its place. We trusted each other imperfectly, sporadically, but largely successfully to do that. I realize, by the way, I realize that in saying this, I'm sounding a little bit like Laurie Sturdivant going, well, if only the Republicans today were like the Republicans of the 1970s, back when I could still remember how to find, I don't want to insult Laurie Sturdivant, but uh, I mean, this pining for a past that was, that that you remember deeply and perfectly. I, I I stipulate I'm doing that to some extent right now, and so is David Strom. But the larger point is, it, Americans believed that we were all looking out for each other. That we all, I mean, Ronald Reagan believed that Tip O'Neill still believed in the red, white, and blue in the American experiment, and and that while they sought different ways of approaching it, Tip O'Neill. Uh, a leftist at the time, although he couldn't get endorsed by a Democratic caucus in, in North Dakota today, much less in California or New York or Massachusetts. Yet, nonetheless, there was no doubt that everyone was on the same side, even as recently as Paul Wellstone. Paul Wellstone, who was 
a very far left figure in American politics this time 30 years ago. Uh, I mean, the the one in a lot of 99 to one votes where he voted on pure progressive principle to the point where he really squandered a lot of actual political clout on Minnesota's behalf. He trusted and believed in all of us kind of pulling in the same direction with our different angles, left, right, whatever, to the point where he could actually openly be friends with the like of Jason, the likes of Jason Lewis and even fill in on the Jason Lewis show once in a while and bring his own point of view to really the godfather of Minnesota conservative talk radio uh, to his audience without fear of anyone uh, reacting too absurdly out, out of whack. He, he could go, Paul Wellstone, to Barry Goldwater's funeral and not worry about being censured, cast forth from his party, as the leftist social media hate mob today would do. I mean, if you're a Democrat today who who acts, who commits the radical act of acting like Republicans are human, much less that we all need to kind of pull in the same direction, you get exiled from the progressive mainstream. And if you don't believe me, I mean, look at the treatment that Kristen Cinema is getting today in Democratic circles nationwide today, being treated as a traitor. What about Liz Cheney? Well, yeah, I know it's it's spread. It's 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 found on both sides of the aisle these days. Back to David Strom. Uh, similar uh, people believe. Uh, he's talking about the need for for trust and how trust has been weaponized. Uh, David Strom says, and I quote, as an obvious example, the legitimacy of elections is largely based on the trust everyone has in the fairness of the outcome. If people believe they were cheated, the election enhanced the willingness to submit to the lawful power of the elected government goes down. Sound familiar? Similar issues when it come uh, come up when it, you talk about trade. Most trade after medieval times takes place over long distances. Before government got deeply involved in regulating trade, there's little to ensure a long-distance deal was a good bet. Which, by the way, is one of the reasons I, I left the Libertarian Party, because one of the few legitimate aims of government is to enforce enough order that commerce, trade, beyond uh, hypothetical uh, magical thinking is actually possible over distance. The idea that you're not going to get swindled every time you trade with someone who is not part of your immediate social circle. Anyway, uh, David Strom goes on, and by the way, without prosperity, without without trade, there is no prosperity. Without prosperity, there is no uh, w- without order. There's no trade. Without trade, there's no prosperity. Without prosperity, freedom is more or less academic, and without freedom, of course, order is oppression. It's the great circle of political life, if you're an American. So, back to David Strom, and I quote, this is one of the reasons why people often stick to brand names. They trust they're getting what they're paying for, even if it's more expensive. Think of your Amazon purchases. How often are you squeamish about buying a product from a Chinese company named Jarvie? It would be the same as the brand name, but maybe, maybe not. Oh, I'm here to tell you, by the way, buying firearm optics, uh, the $30 Chinese ones, uh, is, is a waste of 30 bucks right out of the gate. And to David Strom's point, that's exactly right. We tend, as people who are wired like human beings, to go with things we trust. And 
when we trust our government to do the job that we impanel it to do, to follow the process laid out in our Constitution, our various levels of constitutions, fairly and dispassionately, and to enforce its laws and to carry out its elections fairly, then all the other things that go along with a modern, civilized, wealthy society are possible. And if we can't, they're not. Which brings us back to the two examples I started off with at the beginning of this, this these two segments here. The big horse. When people are unsure about what it is that's going to ensure their survival, that's going to ensure that their harvest is not stolen by wandering bands of marauders or lesser kings, and uh, when they, but they're looking to see to the survival of their families and their genetic line and, and their little corner of the species, it's prudent to go with the big horse. If there's nothing else to ensure your survival, you go with the big horse. If you can trust nothing else, you can trust that the person with the biggest horse gives you the best chance of keeping the biggest part of your harvest enough to, to keep your family alive. So what is it that's diminishing this trust that democracy needs? This trust in the institution that, 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 that we need to run an orderly process-driven democracy, things like the Department of Justice, like the FBI, like the media, like the, the sacrosanctness of political speech. Is it to drive Americans to seek the big horse by the party that believes, as the German communists believed in 1933, that they were going to be the big horse? Well, that'll be a big subject for the next year and a half, don't you think? Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. John, what are you doing? Get in my car. Why are you walking to work? Thanks, man. It's these insanely high gas prices. They are draining my bank account. I can't afford to drive anymore. Dude, don't walk. Just do what I do because I never pay full price for gas anymore. I use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait, you're telling me you get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200. 
$1,000. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code WINNING for an extra $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code WINNING. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code WINNING for a $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code WINNING. This is Dennis Prager inviting you to join me for a memorable travel opportunity. Mike Gallagher and I are headed back to Israel next October for the Stand with Israel tour. Join us along with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, as we visit key sites in the Holy Land, thoughtfully designed to give you an unprecedented view of a region you've likely only heard about. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com for details. You'll set foot on the ancient streets of Jerusalem, sail the Sea of Galilee, pray at the Western Wall, and more. We'll have special guides for our group, luxury accommodations, and I will be broadcasting, and so will Mike, our shows from Israel. No other trip will be like the Stand With Israel Tour. Come with Mike Gallagher and me in 2023. Call 855-565-5519. 855-565-5519. Or visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. StandWithIsraelTour.com. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Final segment, Mitch Berg in for Brad Carlson. 651-289-4488. Should you care to join me. But you're going to have to get to it because we're burning daylight here. Final segment, which means the fun is still just beginning, but honestly, I'm out of here in six minutes. Eight minutes, eight minutes. Anyway... By the way, my band Elephant in the Room is enjoying a uh, weekend off right now. But we'll be back two weeks from tonight. No, three. Three weeks from tonight. Thank you very much. New Year's Eve, we are going to be live at the Rosetown American Legion. And by the way, we've done a couple of uh, New Year's Eve parties at Legions. They're always a blast. Legion crowds are fun, especially when our friends turn up to, to actually supercharge things. Last year it was Fridley. We had a riot. Not literally. I'm just a lot of fun. Let's do it again this year at the Rosetown Legion in Roseville. No, don't just run to Roseville. Oh, my. That that turned out a lot more threatening than I thought. 651-289-4488. The number to call uh, should you care to join me. Also, you can join us on hashtag Narn Show. That's N-A-R-N Show on uh, Twitter, Gab Parlor, MeWe, and Getter. Also need to point out, by the way, that uh, my band Elephant in the Room has a huge year booked coming up after the first of the year here. Uh, I think we have gigs every weekend in uh, January, and I think we've, we're up to right now 12 gigs so far in the first half of 2023, which is a, a couple a month. I mean, that's that's getting out there. I mean, we tour more than Aerosmith does these days, I think. And we got some new bars coming online here, by the way. In the first uh, couple months of 2023, depending on where you are, we're going to be near you. We're going to be at the American Legion in Spicer. We're going to be at the American Legion in Prior, uh, actually, Prior, no, Hopkins and Buffalo. Three new American Legions. 
uh, plus the VFW in Prior Lake. Of course, we're coming back out to the Coon Rapids VFW, Rosetown uh, American Legion. Of course, we've got, I think, four or five more gigs coming up there in the next six months. And adding a few new clubs, including Shamrocks on West 7th, uh, just west of downtown St. Paul, just down West 7th from downtown by the Schmidt Brewery. I've been wanting to play there for 20 years now. One of my favorite stages in the Twin Cities, along with Neeson's in Savage, where we're going to be a couple times in the next six months as well. This is going to be so much fun. If you run a bar or want a band for a private party, give me a holler. Have your people call my people. 651-289-4488. So one of the subjects I wanted to get to, Pinky Swear earlier in the show, and I I may save it for next week because it's still worthwhile. Uh, We talked about it briefly yesterday. Uh, the the Met Council's uh, driving people into trains, trying to drive people into, well, high-density living. I mean, it's it's out there in writing. Part of the Minnesota 2050 plan that I have been writing about at ShotInTheDark.info since 2010, I believe. I mean, it's all right there in black and white. The Met Council and the people who control it, meaning big stakeholders on the economic and cultural left, want not only wants to drive you into high-density housing and drive you out of cars. I mean, you, you've heard the whole story behind the, uh, the, the the predictions of the Great Reset on the international level, where you have people like Klaus Schwab of the International Monetary Fund saying, yeah, you will own nothing, you will rent everything, and you will like it, which is a fairly totalitarian approach to to uh, governing the world economically speaking well the met council in minnesota in the metro area is is still in a good good couple of years of march on that promise they have essentially banned single family house construction in minneapolis and st paul they are driving everyone into high density housing meaning apartment buildings or if you're of particularly good means condos I mean, if you really want to own property, you can still buy a condo by their indulgent leave. And uh, basically driving people into high-density housing, which and, and with an aim towards having a useful distribution of affordable housing, which you'll note is not affordable, is only affordable with massive subsidies. Because, of course, when you make land artificially scarce, which is what the Met Council has done, essentially tried to eliminate zoning uh, for single-family homes uh, in the areas where it controls, which is, by the way, why you're seeing high-density housing popping up in places like Maple Grove, like uh, Little Canada, like uh, Lakeville, for crying out loud. I mean, three-, four-story apartment blocks on 35 at one at 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 the hundred was it hundred seventy fifth Street along Highway forty six, down south of Buck Hill Road, in Lakeville. I mean, what's the need for high density housing? I'm sure people are happy to rent out there. I, I the market. I mean, it, there is a free market uh, demand. I'm sure for rental housing for high density housing uh, out in places like Lakeville, on places like uh, Little Canada and. I saw some in Forest Lake when I was up there a few weeks ago. I I get that that can happen. But when you make it impossible to do anything but that, you essentially make housing unaffordable, as we've seen in New York City, where it's impossible to live in Manhattan. 
if you have an income under $500,000 a year, even if you're willing to settle for a Roach Hotel, because honestly, the, the, the people who owned the Roach Hotels sold out to co-ops and sold the space as inadequate as it is, but suitably rehabbed to people who make a half a million dollars a year or rent it out to people who make 250k and live with roommates. So you're seeing the opposite of that. And if you're looking for a bright light for conservatism over this next few years, Glenn Youngkin in Virginia is one of them. Over the last few months, uh, Virginia Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin has made a push to try to liberalize zoning and other land use regulations that block the construction of new housing in the state. In August, Youngkin told a state Senate committee that the cost to rent or buy a home is too expensive, and it certainly is, and emphasized that we must tackle root causes behind the supply and demand mismatch. Unnecessary regulation, unburdensome, uh, overburdensome, rather, and inefficient local governments, restricting zoning policies, and an ideology of fighting tooth and nail against any new development. And by any new development, we mean any new development that infringes on the elite's desire to have a leafy green exurb to escape to. But that's where the land is. That's where people can afford to live. That's where you can afford to build a house that you want to live in, as opposed to to our force to exist in. Glenn Youngkin has the right answer. Conservatism has the right answer. Urban sprawl is not a threat to the planet. Containing urban sprawl, however is a good way to drive the spirit of the American people down to the point where, yes, they will start looking for that man on the big horse. And as we've been talking about this whole hour, that's where democracy ends. Apartments going to end democracy? No, not directly, no. Allowing government to shape uh, human life in the way uh, above and beyond what the free market impels them to do for themselves? Yeah, that's where democracy ends. Oh, much more on that coming up. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. Are you or a loved one struggling with drug or alcohol use? Maybe you're not sure if it's addiction or if treatment's needed. If so, you're not alone. According to the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, 19.3 million people aged 18 or older had a substance use disorder in the past year. Hazelden Betty Ford offers a free confidential assessment. Inpatient, outpatient, and virtual options are available. It's time to take back your life. Hazelden Betty Ford can help. This message sponsored by Hazelden Betty Ford, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and the station. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Hear the soundtrack of the season at thefishtwincities.com. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Christmas classics and contemporary favorites brought to you all season long by Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. At am1280thepatriot.com, you guide the conversation. Hewitt, Pence, GOP frontrunner. Yeah, Mr. Vice President, do you think those who oppose him, should they get together and organize beforehand to avoid the, the serial knockoffs that the former president is so good at? I mean, he's very good at this. Uh, look, the American people love competition, Hugh. You know, I have great confidence in Republican primary voters that we're going to sort out who should be the standard bearer of our party in the days ahead. I'm confident that uh, 
Uh, Republican voters around the country are going to choose a leader that's going to lead our nation back to the policies and uh, and kind of leadership that'll that'll bring this nation to even greater heights than ever before. Visit am1280thepatriot.com. Click on hosts and search for whatever's on your mind. You'll find a deep archive of intelligent commentary. It looks like a map of tiny rivers on a tiny continent. I see an intricate spider web created by spiders who studied French Impressionism in college and wear berets. I see a geometric pattern reminiscent of alien crop circles. That long scar on Frankenstein's forehead? It looks like that. A San Francisco sidewalk after an earthquake. It looks like when I spilled wine on the new carpet. Good idea to bring that up. It's Humpty Dumpty after he had that thing. Poor guy, that must have really left a mark. Stare at it all you want. It's not going away. That crack in your windshield could cost you a ticket. It hinders visibility, it's unsafe for you and your family, and it's only going to get worse. Make one call to Advantage Auto Glass. What's the advantage? Free mobile service, on-time scheduling wherever and whenever you want, the highest quality parts and adhesives. They'll settle that claim and your insurance picks up the tab. So don't let a minor annoyance turn into a major problem. Call Advantage Auto Glass at 952-423-6396 or go to replace PlaceMyWindshield.com. AM. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.